Hello, COVID-19 quarantiners. This is Elaine Kohanowitz, and this is the Imagine Momcast. So if you come for some great information, let's have some fun and get some things done. All right. This podcast is going to be about homeschooling during these last couple months of school. Uh, This is the first time in history, I think, that everyone in America is homeschooling their children. (laughs) So (laughs) it's been a little bit crazy, and um, hopefully I'll be able to give you some tips. I've had six kids. I have six kids, and I homeschooled them for 15 years, and strangely enough, this is actually the first year that I haven't homeschooled them. They've all been in school, and I've been working. So now I'm homeschooling and working. So hopefully we can all, you know, commiserate together and I can give you some tips to figure out how to do this thing. So stay tuned and keep on listening. So the first thing I want to talk about is really what's important during this time. So let's start if you have younger children. If you have children that are kindergarten, first grade or younger then I wouldn't even sweat it. You really, if you didn't do anything as far as homeschooling, it would probably be okay. Now, of course, you may have schools, you know, that that you're uh, obligated to, and so you may have work that you need to do for the school. I'm not quite sure how that's going to look, and it's probably going to differ a lot from school district to school district. But as far as, like, what your child actually needs, I mean, If they go outside and play and play with Play-Doh and build with Legos and, you know, read with you, maybe out loud reading, just reading books and that kind of thing. I mean, that's fabulous. And if you don't do anything else, then they'll be perfectly fine. If there's anything academic that you really, you know, should be concerned about or might want to be concerned about for that age group, it would just be reading. So if they are struggling with that, you know, that might be something that you could work on phonics with them or just their letters or um, maybe some super easy books. But I wouldn't worry too much since they've had, you know, school all year and they've got tons of time left to learn how to read. So um, if you've got a first grader, you might consider a little bit of basic math, but I really wouldn't worry too hard about it. At that age, they are really great to just, you know, play with a lot of different things and have some fun. Um, As far as, like, elementary-aged kids or middle school-aged kids, you know, there's really two main things that you really need to be concerned about, and that is just English and math. If they can do math and if they can read and write, then, honestly, they could do everything else in life. So, if you were a homeschooler and you just really concentrated on those two subjects, they'd honestly probably be fine for the rest of their lives. They can always read and learn about history and science and art and Spanish and everything else. If they can just do math and read, they'll probably be fine. So those are the two things that are really the most important. So again, if you're working with the school district, you know, you probably have specific obligations that you need to try to take care of. And we'll talk about that. But if it's pretty loose or you're basically on your own for the last two months, I would just concentrate on math and English. All right. So that being said, uh, let's go on and we are going to talk about how to get organized. One little thing that I didn't mention or I think I kind of skipped over was if you have high school age 
students. And of course, at that by that time, they're probably doing a lot of work online already. So I'm just assuming that they probably have assignments and can mostly work on their own. Um, I will give you some tips, though. Uh, in the next podcast, I'm going to talk more about curriculum and like what and helpful websites and things like that for if you're struggling with finding resources for your kids. So um, check that out. There's some things that can help you. Like, for instance, if they need math help, Khan Academy is excellent for the high school age kids, um, that kind of thing. So um, they probably are pretty good to go. But as far as like just getting, you know, organized, trying to figure out, okay, what in the heck do I do? I'm, I'm at home. I'm now homeschooling my kids or I'm at home working and also homeschooling my kids. So, um, the first thing that I would suggest is just to make a list. So make a list of the work by subject that they need to get done. Uh, there's four core subjects, which is math, English, science, and social studies. And then whatever else they need to do would be considered elective. So that might be music, PE, Spanish, art, that type of thing. Um, your school is going to, of course, let you know what they want you to do. And again, if you don't know or the school isn't helping you at all, check out the next podcast for some tips on curriculum. But um, go ahead and make a list of each subject. And that can help you get organized for you know, what they need to do each day. You might even make a spreadsheet so they can check it off when they're done with each subject and um, just think through what those subjects look like, what's required for each subject. Okay, so the second thing is, is uh, once you've got that listed out, decide which items they can do on their own and which are going to require your help. Okay, so here's an example. They might be able to do some things on their own, like online math, uh, reading silently for 30 minutes, um, instrument practice, online Spanish, um, exercise outside for PE, that type of thing. Okay, and also, um, you might want to take into account if you have subjects that more than one of your more than one of your children can do together. If you have multiple children. For example, um, sometimes they could do PE together or possibly art together, um, could do science or social studies together. But of course, again, this depends on what you're required to do, if you're required to do something with your school. But if you are following your own routine, PE, art, science, and social studies are really good examples of some things that multi-ages can do together. So once you, that, the reason I'm having you do this is because well, you'll understand when we go to step three, which is think about your own schedule. So in other words, whether you're available all the time or whether you have work to do or maybe if you have a baby to tend to or, um, you know, whatever it is that you need to accomplish during the day, there might be certain times, you know, where you need to accomplish things as well. So that's why step two is to think through what your kids are really going to need your help on, and then what kind of things that they may be able to do on your on their own so that you can hopefully schedule in some of your own obligations along with their schoolwork. Okay, so um, examples of things that, you know, you might need to do. You might need to answer work emails, finish a project, have a Zoom meeting, um, maybe make some phone calls. 
You might have to go put the little ones down for a nap or start dinner, grade papers, or, you know, meet with your oldest to help with, you know, high school work or something like that. So think about on step three, you know, what kind of things that you also need to do. And then what you're going to do is you're going to put that together kind of like a puzzle and create a schedule based on what the kids need to accomplish and what you need to accomplish. So, and I'm going to say schedule. It could be also a routine. It kind of depends on your personality because some people really like to have a specific schedule that's by the hour or even the half hour. And other people are less structured and and just a basic routine is fine. So you want to keep in mind a couple of things that while you're doing this, coming up with the schedule. First of all, Think about when you need to give your full attention to, you know, one child or all your children to help them. Um, Think about when you can multitask. For example, um, you know, maybe you can, you know, answer some emails while you're helping with some math. Or, you know, you can obviously nurse the baby while you're helping with writing or something like that. And just think I'll think also about when you really need to concentrate, you know, have your full attention away from the kids, like you might be doing a Zoom business meeting, or you might need some of the kids to be, you know, in another area of the house while you're putting other kids, you know, the little ones down for a nap, or what, you know, whatever that might be, but you want to think about that. And also, um, a couple of kind of hopefully helpful tips is, you know, remember that homeschooling times don't have to be traditional 8 to 3 p.m. type times, um, unless you want them to, of course. You know, you can do things in the evening, schedule things for the evening. You can even schedule things for late at night or early in the morning, depending on, you know, what kind of family you are and what kind of your obligations are. I actually know a family where the wife is a midwife and the husband is a chiropractor And, of course, she's got all kinds of crazy hours and is often up in the middle of the night, you know, taking, you know, helping people deliver babies. And I don't believe that his company or he owns his own business. So I don't believe they start until like 11 o'clock in the morning. And they are just night owls. So they actually they actually don't get out of bed until like 10 o'clock. So they would homeschool their daughter like in the afternoons and in the late night sometimes they'd even be doing math or science at like two o'clock in the morning and they'd always have dinner at like 10 o'clock I remember calling thinking oh it's 10 o'clock and you're having dinner oh wow that's crazy so you know I mean it depends on your obligations but if you don't have to be anywhere at eight and you guys work better on that kind of schedule you know feel free also um you don't have to be the only one that homeschools you know you're your husband could possibly help as well, and he might be better at certain things, you know, certain subjects than you are, and so you could tag team on that, or possibly, you know, a grandparent, or you could maybe even switch with a friend. I know with everyone being quarantined, that, you know, is probably lessened, but I know for us, we have some neighbors that we're still in pretty close contact with, as far as, like, just the kids playing, are still playing together and seeing them, so... You know, if you're in a situation that where you maybe have family or or some neighbors that are comfortable with with, you know, getting together or switching kids, you know, that's a possibility as well. Okay, so I'm going to give you my schedule now.
Okay, so I actually wrote this schedule, um, and honestly, I've changed it since I wrote it because I found that trying to get work done with the kids was, it was just really chaotic. So originally, I was getting up and exercising. Um, <laughs> that that was the goal, anyway. Um, now it's I'm kind of doing that more in the afternoons. So in the morning, I'm actually trying to get up earlier so that I can do work before the kids get up. And I'm kind of just letting them wake up a little bit later. So I've been getting up between like six and seven and working for an hour or two and then getting the kids up at eight. And then when they get up, um, they basically have like an hour and a half to eat, watch a little TV, do their chores, take a shower and just kind of get going, maybe play outside for a little bit. Um, while they're doing that, they're fairly self-sufficient. I just have to go yell at them a few times. I actually have, so I have six kids. I have two that are out of the house now, and I have two in high school, so they're pretty much, you know, self-sufficient. And then I've got two boys, that that's who I'm really homeschooling, which is um, my 12-year-old and my 8-year-old. So the boys are the ones, of course, that I have to keep an eye on. The girls are in high school, and they can pretty much take care of themselves. But So I get the boys going, and then at 8.30, I actually have a Zoom meeting with our company. We own our own company, and we have a half an hour kind of a success meeting every morning. And then at 9 o'clock, I answer emails and then get some stuff ready for school. And then at 9.30, we have been starting school. So, uh, we just try to knock it, you know, as much out as we can between like 9.30 and 12.30. And then, uh, we take a break for lunch. Um, the kids go outside. Um, sometimes I will probably do some, like, maybe just go out and play some games with them. But lately they've just been going out to play. And, um, and then... After that, we come back in at like, you know, 1 or one thirty, And if they have anything else to do, we'll try to get that finished up. But for the most part, in the afternoon, I have been trying to work. And like I said, if they have to finish some stuff up, then there might be a little bit of overlap there. But they haven't, they, they've had a decent amount of work, but it hasn't been too crazy. I think, I think the teachers are trying to kind of figure out how to do everything as well, so... You know, we're all just kind of figuring it out. but um, And then they get a little bit of time in the afternoon to watch TV or play video games. And thankfully, the, the weather's been really nice. So then they've been going outside mostly after that. And by 5 o'clock, I'm, you know, pretty much uh, try to wrap up a lot of things then and, and start dinner. And then the evening for us is, is varied. But that's kind of our work slash homeschooling schedule so hopefully that is helpful I think everyone's schedule is going to be totally unique depending on what you have to do and how old your kids are and um you know how obligated you are each day but I hope that was helpful and if you want more information on curriculum then listen to the next podcast have a great day and I hope you guys are doing well thanks Well, thanks for listening, and um, if you want to get more resources, um, I have a small group, a Facebook group called ImagineMom.com, 
and um, you're welcome to join it. It's at this point in history, it's mostly just a lot of my friends, but a lot of them have a lot of experience with homeschooling. So if you have any questions, you're welcome to jump on there and ask away. And I do have also some resources at my website, which is imaginemom.com. Thank you.